Welcome to the Matt Malik Show. Beat the odds and show your boogie who's boss. And we are back for another episode of the Matt and Alex Sports Podcast. This is Alex here. I got no Matty Rolf this week. It's a happy Thanksgiving to him and his family. Happy Thanksgiving to all the listeners out there. And I want to say happy Thanksgiving on behalf of Justin Young and Mike Willie, who've been our stalwart friends from week one through week 11. Now we find ourselves in week 12, and we're going to do a little mini podcast here, folks. So apologies that we don't have the whole crew in here. The bar is closed. They, there's a sign on the door saying, get the fuck out, go home, spend some, don't you have a family? Spend some time with your people. Uh, but I want to give you a couple picks here and just update everybody on primetime picks and talk a little international or English football, the real football. So stay tuned for the primetime picks. Before we begin, I want to just comment really quickly on the sacking of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Solskjaer, the Norwegian manager who's been in over his head. You may recall me on this podcast a year ago or so, lamenting how Chelsea had all the talent in the world, but their manager was holding them back. I've mentioned a few times now, but Cristiano Ronaldo signing with Manchester United has created a problem for them. I want to talk about that problem real quick. Um, Tactically, there's a problem, I believe, because Bruno Fernandes is used to being the best player on any given squad, which means that defensively, when you're trying to press tactically to get the ball back, he's the guy who does less work. Well, when Cristiano Ronaldo's out there, there is no star bigger than Cristiano Ronaldo, save maybe a Messi. Therefore, you got to put in some work, bro. And I don't think Bruno's really cut in for putting out that cut out for putting in the work so now you've got two guys on the field if you're two best players two best attacking players who don't want to put in the effort on the defensive side of the ball Cristiano Ronaldo because he's 37 damn year old about as old as I am and Bruno because he's Bruno and he's expecting to be the best player on the field at all times now I'm not mad at either dude but that dynamic along with a manager who's in over his head who doesn't totally understand the tactics who's lost the locker rooms not their respect as a man but their respect as a coach that's been very very clear is a recipe for underwhelming results. This sounds eerily similar to last year with Frank Lampard. Club legend, in over his head, takes over the reins, does pretty well for the first couple weeks, first couple months, and then pretty soon people realize this guy doesn't have the, the coaching chops to be in the position that he's in. Manchester United, make no doubt about it, is one of the biggest clubs in the world. It is one of the most, it's on the Forbes 500 list. It's always in the top five value, value franchises. Um, right up there with the Yankees and the Lakers and things like that, Barcelona and Real Madrid. Manchester United is a big, big, big ticket item. Their fans have high demands, and there is a market that is desperate for not just being an also-ran. Having said all that, the mismanagement at the top has brought in the wrong manager multiple times in a row now. I think the talent is looking pretty damn good, though. So what I'm going to predict at this moment is that if they bring in a decent, not a great manager, just a decent manager, they're going to have a lot of success with this lineup, and it's going to be pretty quick. So for the betting public out there, it's hard to bet a huge uh, public team like Manchester United, but you might want to make a future bet on maybe the Champions League final or to finish in the top four in the Premier League. And the reason I would make that bet today is because if they sign someone like Mauricio Pochettino, who's rumored to be coming back, or Zinedine Zidane, or anybody even close to that ilk, I think they're going to have a field day with the amount of talent that's on this Manchester United roster. If you've got Rashford on one wing, and Cristiano Ronaldo up top, and Jaden Sancho and Mason Greenwood taking turns in the other wing. You got young talent, you got speed, you've got some really, really flashy attacking pieces. You have some wing backs like Luke Shaw who can get up the field. You have some decent squad players like Tellez that are not embarrassing, Bailly, not embarrassing players at all. 
Um, you brought in Rafael Varane in the back to hold onto the back, even though we've been giving up goals left and right. I think with the right manager, he's going to shore up that defense. He's going to shore up the defense by giving the people a consistent lineup and everyone's going to know what to expect. I think this is going to happen sooner rather than later. And I bet you by Christmas Day or by New Year's Day at the latest, this team is going to be on the up and up. And as they're on that upward swing, you better watch out because the betting odds are going to catch up. So you got this little window right now where you're going to see Cristiano Ronaldo and Mason Greenwood and Bruno Fernandes. And I haven't even mentioned the best midfielder arguably in the world, attacking midfielder, Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba is going to be in that group. He's going to get whoever this new coach is will probably get the most out of him. And when it all starts clicking, you want to be on the right side of the money before the value goes away. Anyway, that's another football for today. Let's switch over to the NFL, to the big stuff that everyone's listening to us for. In our prime time picks. Prime time picks. A quick recap of where we are. Last week, um, yours truly, A. Ramirez. I've been screwing this up, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've lost seven of the last nine. So if you're betting the NFL this week, please, please, please fade me. I went one and two last weekend, and the only one I got was the New England game. Justin Young was on the game with me, but he went one and two as well for a total of 10 and 21. Maddie went one and two as well. For a total of 12 and 18, please fade those guys even more than me. I'm on a, a, a cold streak, but they've been on a cold season. And then uh, our, our the one and only coach, Mike Willie, who takes his picks just based on who he thinks the best team is. And he doesn't care about the lines, doesn't care about the points, doesn't care about any of that stuff. He's actually doing the best. So maybe uh, that's the way to go. Willie it went 2-1 and one last week to snatch away the lead from me. He got the New England game and the Tampa Bay game. So... We all missed that Chargers game by a half a point. Pretty frustrating stuff there with that late Pittsburgh comeback. However, he are neck and neck at the top. So Mike Willie leads it with a 16 and 14 record, and I'm right on his tail with a 15 and 14. So let's hope this one-man podcast, I can turn the tide this week. I've got five chances to do it, folks, because for primetime picks this week, we're going to give you all the Thanksgiving games. So without further ado, game one, we got the Chicago Bears minus three at the Detroit Lions. Detroit on Thanksgiving Day is a Staples country for years and years and years. And the only person picking Detroit this week is the one and only Mike Willie. Can't believe that one. Thought he was never going to pick Detroit. He's taking Detroit plus three. Justin, Matt, and I all believe in Chicago. I can't speak for those guys because all they did is send me a text message. However, I'll tell you myself, I think Andy Dalton is going to be better than people think when it comes to morning games. Andy Dalton at night never covers. But that Bears team is starting to look a little bit more complete, a little bit more frisky. They're not good, don't get me wrong, but their opponent is the worst team in the league, the winless Lions. So I think that's a perfect recipe for making Andy Dalton look decent. There's no pressure. It's not a night game. It's the morning game on Thanksgiving, so it's not even like people have had their turkey yet. So I'm going with Chicago, and I think I'm pretty safe to say that that minus three looks pretty tasty to me. Almost as tasty as my wife's sweet potato casserole. That shit is to die for. Next up, we got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Dallas Cowboys, our other, our other always home team, Dallas Cowboys, always home on Thanksgiving. Dallas is giving seven and a half points. I'm taking the Raiders. So are Willie and Justin Young. Matt Rolfe is the black sheep of the group. He's taking Dallas for the blowout. I'm not sure that's going to happen when Dallas has no receivers. I think the Raiders are going to keep it close. I don't think they're going to win the game. I think Dallas wins this one by about a field goal, three to four points. Uh, I think the Raiders keep it within seven and a half, though. So give me those Raiders, 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 Raiders. And if the Raiders can win, icing on the cake. Uh, the third game on traditional Thanksgiving dinner will be Buffalo at the Saints. Now, that's not one we've been watching for the last 50 years. That feels like a Thursday night special because it is the Thursday night game. Buffalo is minus six at New Orleans. Uh, Buffalo is reeling. 
but I can't, you can't take New Orleans. New Orleans doesn't have a quarterback. I'm not sure Alvin Kamara is going to play. It's Wednesday when I'm taping this, and he's still a question mark. So do not take New Orleans. Do not take New Orleans. I said it again. Do not take New Orleans. They're a decent team with a de- decent defense, but with no offensive weapons, they're going to be a rough, rough go. The Bills have been up and down. They've had a bad month, but I'm still taking Buffalo minus six because their weapons are at least available. The best of, the best ability is availability, and Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs will be available. Um, next up, we have a Sunday night game. The Sunday night game, we got Baltimore minus three and a half. Cleveland is at Baltimore, and Cleveland is getting three and a half points. I do not know how anybody can bet on half of Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb by himself. I don't know how you can bet on that. I get it that Baltimore is not great. I've been telling you guys that all year. However, Lamar Jackson is better than this Cleveland team unless Cleveland was rolling, and they're anything but rolling. So I'm going to go with Baltimore, minus three and a half. It looks like Lamar Jackson is back from his his strange illness. So I don't know if it was COVID again for the third or fourth time. I don't know if he just had the flu or what, but he didn't play Sunday, but it looks like he's about to be back tomorrow. So give me Lamar Jackson. I think he runs all over Cleveland. I think this is a 10-point game. Uh, I'm only giving three and a half, so I feel good about Baltimore. Maddie, Maddie Ice, Maddie Rolf, and Mike Willie are with me on that one. And Justin is fading the whole group, trying to catch up in his 10 to 21 hole. His 10 and 21 hole. He's going Cleveland plus three and a half. Next up, we've got the Washington Redskins hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Now, the Washington's only getting one. I'm not really sure what the hell that's supposed to mean. Vegas usually gives the home team three points. So does this mean that they think that Seattle is better by two points? Like, I don't know how anybody thinks Seattle's better than anyone. Seattle got goose egg two weeks ago. They've beaten only terrible teams like the Jaguars. They've gotten their ass handed to them by anybody decent. There were a couple Geno Smith games where he lost it right at the end, and it was close. So I guess against the spread, they've been decent. But there's no spread here. Minus one? I mean, that's as close to a pick as you're going to get, and I'm just not sure how you pick Seattle right now. So I'm Washington, minus one. So is... Mike and Matt and Justin is fading the pack like the black sheep that he is with Seattle plus one. So Justin's either going to make a move here and get back and get himself back into this legitimately, or we're going to pull away from the pack and he's going to be dead in the water. Hint, 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 guys. He's going to be dead in the water. So anyway, um, I hope you enjoy those. I hope you fade the right people. I hope you pick the right people. Last thing I got for you these days, gentle ladies and gentlemen, is I want to talk anti-trend. And what I mean by anti-trend is I brought you guys a lot of trends on this podcast, and the trends, they hit more often than not. I mean, the, the Super Bowl loser trend, Andy Dalton at night trend, like there's a lot of good trends out there. Here's the trend that I want you guys to fade. And here's the trend, ready? Through 11 weeks of the NFL scene, the home team is 65 and 96 against the spread. Let me say that again. The home team is 65 and 96 against the spread. What I want you to do here is, and don't be complaining to me if you lose the house on this, because I'm not telling you to bet the house, but maybe you bet like a Starbucks coffee or four or 10 on this. And what you do is you you trust the mathematical concept of regression to the mean. At the end of the season, there will not be a 30 win imbalance in the against the spread home versus away splits. It won't, it won't be, I promise you. It might be like 10 to 12, but it's not going to be over 30. Right now, there are 31 more away teams covering than home teams covering. That is insane. That is a huge lopsided number. And whether the teams change what they're doing or whether the Vegas lines adjust one way or another, that's going to come close to 500 because it will regress to the mean. And the mean is equality. It's, it's it, what is the word? In, in Parity. The parity the NFL loves to use. It's going to be a parity-filled season at the end of the day. It doesn't feel like that early on, but just look at those Houston Texans. 
We thought they'd go winless. What are they sitting at two wins now? Like it happens, ladies and gentlemen, it happens. Nobody goes over unless you're the Lions and then you're going to try to do it twice in one decade. Bad, bad Lions. At least they got a tie this time, right? That's a little bit better than their own 16. Anyway, 65 and 96, that's not going to stay. So what you do this week is you bet the, fa- you bet the, home, the home favorites to cover or home dogs are even better right now. Home dog would be the word go. Any home dog you can find, bet them. Home teams are going to start winning against the spread. They just are. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope I didn't lead you too far astray. Um, the show will be back next week. We'll be I'll have a full episode for you, a good hour and a half meandering through the bar, dealing with all the buy that guy drinks and all the primetime picks and all that good stuff. Um, degenerate jukebox. In the meantime, check out our website. Matt Rolf's got the website. You can link to it. Check us out on Instagram at the uh, Matt and Alex Sports Podcast, and he will hook you up with a website link. The website's pretty freaking cool. I can't remember all the words and hyphens and dashes and all that stuff that he had. So hit us up on Instagram, and we will help you out. You can also email us at alexandmattpodcast.com at gmail.com. That's alexandmattpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram. We'd love to have you in for the holidays. Next week, I'm going to try to book some NFL guests like we might just grab our good old friend Isaiah to talk to his Eagles, who are five and six. They are creeping up on Dallas Cowboys in first place. They are creeping up on first place. Can you hear that? Wait for it. Wait for it. I said first place. They're only two games out of first place. That's insane to me. The Eagles started so poorly, and now they have to be taken seriously, and their schedule is cream puffed the rest of the way. So I'll have Isaiah on, hopefully, to come chat some Eagles. And uh, hopefully, you guys have a great week. Hopefully, you have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family. Don't talk politics. Don't talk COVID. Just enjoy the Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, appreciate your loved ones that we've got. Hold them dear to your heart. It is a it is a crazy world out there. Let's be good, as Matt always says. Let's be safe, as Rolf always says. And when you tip that wine glass tomorrow night, I want you thinking of me and say cheers. You've been looking for a way to support the boys at the Matt and Alex Sports Podcast. We have a Patreon account. Patreon account allows you to pledge anywhere from $1 to $5 billion per month. Any little bit helps. We really want to try to get some more swag out, have a lot of fun with the show. So any little bit helps. Patreon account. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for your support.